for another episode of Untapped Potential on TDN Radio with Dr. Simone. It is great to be back with you. Can you believe it is already January 17th, 2023? Yes, so we are already in the middle of January and as January is speeding along, so will the rest of the year. I still can't believe that 2022 has already come and left. So again, it is great to be back with you for another episode of Untapped Potential on TDN Radio. If you've joined us before, you know that this is our power obsession. This is where we come together every Tuesday to get powered up, to get energized for the week ahead, and to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we have set for ourselves and how are we remaining consistent with those goals? Because you will agree that the greatest challenge with any goal that we have set for ourselves is simply being consistent, remaining consistent with those life goals. So this is the place we come together to remind ourselves of the life goals and to plan a course, plan a course of action for what we will do today, this week, this month, this year to get ahead with those life goals. So we have an inspirational interview. We enjoy some great music. We talk about a tip of the week and we also talk about what is going on on over at pushpast10.com. So welcome aboard. If this is your first time joining us, uh, you've made a great decision to stop by and be a part of this uh, power up session for the week. So welcome to the program. I hope that you will join us every Tuesday at 5.30 Eastern Standard Time uh, for Untapped Potential. So this week, we will continue the interview that we started last week with Marisa Stedman. So we talked about uh, domestic violence from the, from the victim's perspective, because all too easy, we think, oh, why doesn't she simply leave the relationship? And unfortunately, it is not as simple as that. So we had a very engaging Facebook Live uh, conversation with Miss Marisa Stedman, so I will bring you the second part of that interview. 
And as always, we have a lot of great programming coming your way in the coming weeks. So you certainly want to set your reminder to be with us every week or to subscribe to our YouTube channel, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0, Push Past 10, which is the same name on Facebook, Push Past 10, so that you can be alerted of when we have a new conversation going on that you would want to be a part of. So for example, I think I mentioned, yes, I did play the interview with Western Illinois University and Eastern Illinois University, where I was telling you about this new uh, collaboration with these two major U.S. uh, universities to educate and provide master's degrees programs for Dominicans and Caribbean students. And we had the opportunity to have them on Roots Connections last Wednesday. So I will be sure to bring you that interview because it is an opportunity, an incredible opportunity for master's degrees programs for our Caribbean region. So again, welcome to the program. As we get the program off and started, let us enjoy this number from Nasio Fontaine, uh, Home, Wanna Go Home, because as always, it is all about our cherished island Dominica, as well as the Caribbean region with regards to advancing the lives of Dominicans and Caribbean people in the Caribbean and throughout the diaspora. So again, enjoy this number from Nasio Fountain, and then we will go right into the second portion of the interview with Marissa Stedman, and then be sure to come back as we uh, continue with the rest of the program. Stay tuned. Subject to master's week, so 
creative team has partnered with internationally awarded veteran art photographer Derek Galal to help women step into their confidence and let go of limiting beliefs while wearing the custom-made flying dress that ripples in the air against a beautiful Caribbean background. This amazing moment of self-love and self-awareness can be artistically captured and preserved under Derek's watchful eye and experienced hands. So take advantage of this superb quality and attention to detail as seen in our high quality prints and breathtaking videos. The flair of a beautiful dress can make you feel so special and beautiful. Let's help you capture the moment. Book your Catch Me Flying Dress session on the beautiful nature island of Dominica today. Our team will ensure your comfort and enjoyment through the experience. At the end, you will receive images worth treasuring for a lifetime. We look forward to helping you awaken your inner power as you transform into the most confident version of you. You know, your dad told you never let a man put his hand on you. But in my mind, when I grew up, my father never put his hand on me. So I always thought to myself, exactly. well, if I, if my father true. never put his hand on me. Who never. Look, look, mind you, I got some bullet from my mother. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, hardly. But not my father. <laughs> never my father. Exactly. So how you gonna beat me? My daddy ain't never beat me. Yeah, yeah. And you and you know, Marissa, you're already leading into the solutions that I wanted to address today, which has to be surrounded um community. First of all, building our girls' self-esteem, which is why you know I founded the Dominica Child uh, Protection Society, because our girls need to be empowered. But before yes. we start talking solutions, let's make sure we acknowledge our visitors on Facebook because they're here Indeed. listening attentively and we're happy they're joining us. Uh, Evelina Brath, great to see you. Uh, Mr. Alexander, Catherine George, uh, Jane B. Michael Eunice. Oh, a name I know that I have not seen in a long time. Michael, it is great to have you here. And we have Cl Clyde Gregor. By the way, you're very much missed because Clyde says, Marissa <laughs> Sted Steady Steadman, been missing in as of recent. What happened? And then Catherine George says, Welcome <laughs> back, Marissa. So Thank we miss you. you. Are you coming Thank back? You. Yes, definitely, definitely. Because I ain't dead yet, so I have a lot of life experiences. <laughs> yes, 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 and you sh and you share them very beautifully. But again, <laughs> you know, I think many times when um situations like what we saw recently happen, we're looking for quick fixes. Yes, we're looking for quick fixes, and unfortunately, there is no no quick, quick fixes 
when it comes to domestic violence. There's just, there's just, just not. And I want to see more of the involvement of the churches. Have we heard from any of the churches since this happened? We know we have women's organizations. We know we have, you know, some of the, the, the political parties have a woman's end to them. Right. So they have a, 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 a woman's um, subsection within the political party. Have we heard from anybody in terms of, you know, um, condemning this and in terms of how do we move forward? Well, you know, Simone, in all honesty, I wouldn't be able to answer that. You know, I haven't listened to the radio much, so I cannot say if, if one has or hasn't. But I will tell you that they play a pivotal role. Yes. Because let's be honest, you know, um, the, the, the good book, the Bible, you know, it, it, it instructs us in all matters of life. All matters of life. And where domestic abuse is concerned, that's why I tell people marriage, your creator would never want to uh, you to end your trap. You understand? Marriage is not a trap. Marriage is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And there are so many scriptures that in the Bible that helps illustrate the role of the husband, the role of the wife, and how beautiful that union can be. You understand? So mm -hmm. if you are a married, you know, in a, in a marriage right now, and your husband or wife is, is being abusive to you, that is, God is not in that. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It's time for you all to bring God back in that marriage. No marriage with domestic abuse. You have you you lock God out the door, and you 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 put Satan inside. Right? I'm telling you. So so people have to assess their life. You understand? And what God means to them. Are we going to even if we are imperfect, but we try our best to live a life that is upright, and it will benefit you. Why do you want to be in a domestic abusive relation? Why do you want to hit your wife as a husband? How does that make you feel? Does that make you feel good? And if it does, then you need to work on that. Clearly, you have a problem. We always talk about the woman who's been abused, you know. But what about the men who are doing the abusing? Clearly, they are crying out for help. Yep. They themselves were abused. We never ask about that. They are bringing, when they talk about the way their parents hit them with wire, hang them up in the air, sticks, rocks, cops. People think those things is just normal. That's not normal. You understand? If my mother just used to take anything and just bongs me with it, when my woman gets me mad in the future and I really get, I'm just going to bongs her. I'm going to think mm -hmm. it's okay. Right. You understand? Because you're, you're teaching violence. Right. Mm -hmm. So even mm -hmm. men in churches are abusing their wives because it's the same culture and we have to break it. That doesn't, if you aspire to be a good Christian, a good man, just call the word good. You want to apply those the scriptures to love your wife. Mm -hmm. Love your wife as your own flesh. A woman respect your husband. We try, mm -hmm. we're imperfect, but we have to try. And, and then I'm always, I'm always curious when I, when I hear about the situations because I often think many times these men have daughters. And I think to myself, yeah. is that the way you would want a man to treat your daughter if you truly love your daughter? So, so think of it this way because this person that you're abusing, she's the daughter of somebody else. So why is it okay that you will fight to protect your daughter, but it's okay for somebody else to abuse, for, it's okay for you to abuse somebody's daughter? Well, that's what I'm telling you. You will lose discernment when you let God out the house, you know. Mm -hmm. Because everybody can do something wrong. There have been men who have beaten their wives and they would have never done it again. You understand? There have been women who endured something with their husband. He probably punched them, kicked them, and they remained and they had a happy life, you know. But it's not because he remained that way or she remained abusive. You understand? So you let God out the home, Satan takes over, and nothing prosperous can come out of that. No matter how big of a house you guys live in, there'll never be happiness in that place. 
It cannot be happy with those kind of abuse. It can't. It just cannot. God cannot thrive there. Yeah, yeah, and I'm also happy that you that you mentioned that we need to focus on the men as well because for several reasons we need to focus on the men because a lot of socialization of boys goes on within boys and within um, other men. So when you're yeah. saying, boy, you Marco, you make mamzelle treat you like that and you don't do nothing about it, right? You're calling a man soft and what do you expect him to do? Now he has to show how macho he is. How macho he is. How foolish he is. That is the negative masculinity that you talk about. So a lot of the socialization of our boys are within the boys who, 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 who talk about them being soft. They're not willing to fight. And the other thing that struck me is I was listening to an interview with the guy who was present when Miss Charles was unfortunately killed. And one of the things that um, I heard him say was that, you know, he was serving as a buffer because whenever the, the perpetrator would see him with Miss Charles, he would back off. So I'm thinking to myself, well, could it be a situation where a woman feels like if she is in dire need of protection, that we need to have one of our male uh, family members, a male friend, maybe a comp accompanying her when she's going out. Marissa, I'm just looking for solutions. I'm trying Come to on, you keeping it real, Mama. I like how you keeping it real. Because you know what I'm gonna say? I would even have a boyfriend. And I'm getting let me tell you, because that's what a lot of women have to do. It's a fact. A lot of women, you know how they live an abusive relationship? By getting another boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And yes. you hoping he's not an abuser too. Right. You understand? Yes, because it's that serious. Because these men can kill you. So, and some of them, they have, they have, you've been beaten to the point where you feel they can kill you and you feel that you need a protection. So you may even have to get another boyfriend or something because you know what? I noticed, I've heard it often. The man that likes to hit you, when he finds his match, he's not, he not beating on nobody. You know? Many of them are punks, you know. So they just like to beat on somebody who seems inferior, you know? So when they meet their match, and that's why a lot of women in abusive relationships, they look for somebody. And they obviously, the person is unhappy. You're emotionally depressed. You understand? It's easy for you to be wooed into the arms of another man. And hopefully you want him to help you get out from this one. Mm -hmm. And it's a fact of life. These things mm -hmm. happen all the time. I don't know why people judge about it. It's a fact of life. Any woman who's been beaten every day, she's not happy. She's home with you. She's probably been intimate with you. But is she really happy? Is she really there? No. She's not. But but I, I I you know I have to put it out there that I am I'm extremely disappointed that after all of this we haven't heard anything from the authorities in terms of what is the plan to protect women. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah. We haven't heard anything. We have back to back murders of women by their domestic partners, and we hear nothing about well, you know, we have to take this seriously. Here is what we're gonna do moving forward because we need our women who are the foundations of the home. Because many times we have like single moms with these boyfriends who are abusive. And when you take them away, you're taking them away from like seven children's, which is the case with Miss Charles. We well, haven't let me tell you, a yeah. word about what is going to be done to secure our women in Dominica. I mean, even if it's just Paola Bush, for God's sake, even if it's just words, say something. Give us a little reassurance. Well, for, first thing, I would really like if 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 that if it was taken just a little more seriously, right. you know, just you know, and again, stop people putting people's personal lives on trials. Oh God, the whole of Dominica, 
everybody mind what you should mind mm -hmm. how about that huh mm -hmm. mind what you should mind in the capacity you should mind it you understand mm -hmm. because that's the thing it's the same thing we put people's personal life on trial as opposed to doing what we have to do mm -hmm. and and that's why there's no seriousness with this issue it, because a married couple, the woman may not be able to leave her home. Is there she living with the husband? But if she's calling the police and you have to assist, you have to assist. You have to. I took care of an elderly man and he was he, he um he was actually he had a very high post in the in the police force. And he told me he would go to several homes. And no matter how angry, how mad he was to see, he have to go back to this same home. He wish he could tell the woman to go, but he'd go. And sometimes he tell me he even rough up a few of them. Sorry. You understand? But he has to respond. You have to respond because that is your job. From the time our officers understand their role, their role to protect, not to bully, that is the most important. Once they understand their role, let me tell you something. When, you, when a woman says, I will call the police, then he going he to quiver. He has to tremble because he knows the police is going to come. Mm -hmm. But you going to call the police, so what? You understand? So uh, our authority has to show that they care, you know. I don't know why people, why we as people don't understand that the police has to show us they care for us, our issues, and we have to show we care for our people by talking about those issues, Simone, like what you're doing mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was just very disappointed that we haven't heard, you know, any plan, any, you know, Powell or Bush at least give us something to say we are very concerned about what is happening. But what would you yes. say, Marissa, to a woman who's in that situation right now and thinking, you know what, boy, that, that couldn't happen to me? Because I think many times we look at other people's situation and we say, well, you know, mine is not so bad. Yeah, he might give me a little color <coughs> now and again, but it's not so bad. What would you say to a woman who is currently experiences and kind of just downgrading what is happening to her. First of all, I would say to her, sorry, it, it's going to escalate. It yeah, is going um, to escalate. Well, let me tell you, I always say, thank God I'm the woman who never says anything. I can go to jail. I can kill somebody. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I can. Um, you know, if, yeah, you don't know, if I got to defend, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be a righteous killer too, like the Gideonites. <laughs> and I'm not going to know hell. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So I can do anything. And that is the, that's, that's the, Simone, I'm so glad you said. Women thinking that they cannot be beaten, that they will not be a victim, that another woman should be looked down upon because she getting beat. Woman, you know what day you're going to get beat? Do you know what day your husband can wake up and today he decides he, he putting some licks on you and you cannot avoid that? You're not in his mind. So again, this thing has to be dealt with compassion. And, and, and again, a lot of women who abuse, they don't have enough compassion for themselves. A lot of them become convinced, like, like those who are thinking, oh, that will never be me. They think that they can handle it. They actually make it okay. If you think you can handle that, you're making it okay. It's not okay. You shouldn't handle a domestic abusive situation. No, you don't handle that. No, <clears throat> it just should not happen. So it's again, it's us thinking that we can manage those problematic situations and problematic people. And your, uh, your abusive partner needs help. Mm -hmm. Your abusive partner is not getting the help they need by remaining with you. And that's why, you know what happened to a lot of women, Simone? You know what happened? They got a man today, he was putting licks on them. And they wonder why when he pick up Marissa, he's not been Marissa. But Marissa ain't you. Oh, you are. Oh. Oh. 
How were you in your relationship? What did you tolerate? Did you know your limits? You know, did you know your limits? Men, men will test you. An abuser is not just going to just come and just kick you down. It starts with simple things. Did you tolerate it? Did you speak yep. up? Yep. Yeah. What yep. did you tolerate? It starts with you. Because mm -hmm. you don't control the other person. You only control you and what you want for yourself in a relationship. And that's it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. anybody who thinks yeah, it's not yeah. going to lot of it has, Yeah, yeah. And a lot of it has to do with like stress and anger management. So we have to get to children at a very young age to teach them how do you manage your emotions? Because people become violent when their emotions are out of control. They don't have yes. the words anymore to express how angry they are. They don't have the words anymore to say, you know, I'm very disappointed. I'm very frustrated. So they lash out. So what are we doing to teach our children? I know we teach them ABC one, two, three, and how to pass common entrance and the other exams. <laughs> but what are we teaching them in terms of how do you manage your emotions? Who is teaching them that? Right? <laughs> right. And, 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 and managing, manage, managing, listen, listen like, most people fight over stupid stuff, stupid stuff that should never even be fought over. You understand? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so just look at the level of immaturity in which we enter relationships. Um, um, don't know how to, how to have fun with each other. Don't know how to express our dislike without making anything. You know, a lot of couples actually compete with each other over everything. They compete with each other over everything. And <clears throat> so it, it, it it's, that whole immature way of looking at relationships and thinking that that person will be what you want them to be. Mm -hmm. I, that is what that leads to the control. Rather than just knowing I've met this person, let me see who that person is. Mm -hmm. You see, so, you know, mm -hmm. let me see who that person is. And then I have a right to pull away from that person because that person doesn't suit me. And, 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 and guess what, Marissa? A lot of us get trapped into nurturers, women as nurturers. Oh, I yes. Can, I can fix him, Marissa. I can fix him. Yes. He's this way, that way, and the other. But I can fix him. Your job is not to fix anybody. Fix nobody. It's called equal yoke. You have to look for someone. You are complete in yourself. You have to look for somebody else who's complete and confident within themselves. Your responsibility, your job is not to fix your partner. If your partner needs fixing, he needs to take on his own and go to therapy. And again, Simone, it takes time because I had to learn that. We all have to learn that. And again, experiences yes. in life. Because yes. that 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 mother, that mother factor that we carry, that mother, that nurturing spirit, yes. Yeah, like we, we, we really think we can get them to stop drinking. We can get them to stop partying. We cheating. can get them to stop cheating. We can get cheating. them to stop cheating. We can get them to stop beating. Honey, <clears throat> you ain't supposed to get nobody to stop nothing. He loves you. He's supposed to put a value on your behind. And the way he put a value is if he knows that way is going to run away, my lady, mm -hmm. it is not worth. It is not. I love that woman. I would put it down. You vice versa in a relationship. That's how you know if somebody value you because they are changing for themselves, for you, for the benefit of the relationship. Somebody staying in their ways. Somebody want they don't they don't want to accept that that beating is wrong and their kind of mannerisms or way of speaking is wrong. Hey. You're not there to try to take up that up. You you know that that's that's just too much. That's just too yeah, much. Yeah, and 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 it has yeah. to start with what it has to start with what we started talking about, Marissa. The the red flags. Because if I notice you do something the first time, 
and I just tolerate it. I don't say, well, you know what? I'm done. You know, teach the man a lesson. Say, I'm not going to put up with this behavior. Technically break up. Give it some time. Because yeah, give it some time. Relationship, you're supposed to be getting to know the person before you completely invest yourself. It's, it should be a, a trial period. When you start a job, Marissa, what do they do? They give you they got you on probation. Trial. Right. Right? So you're on probation. So right, Simone. <laughs> We need to put our partners, men and women, right? And if, if, we, if we don't get anything out of this conversation today, we need to teach our children and we need to practice it as well. When you get into a relationship, you have to put the person on probation. It's not yes. about all this lovey-dovey thing. And, you know, the attraction might be high. I'm not saying it shouldn't be. Right. The attraction might be high. Yes, you're interested in the person. But hold back. Hold back a little bit. And say, you know what? I need to. You don't have to tell him that, but in your mind, and in 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 the woman's mind, in the man's mind, you think to yourself, you know what? Let me give you a little bit of probation because you know, in the beginning, we're all on our best behavior, right? We look right. our best, we say all the right things, but let's give it. You know, Steve Harvey was right. Give it some time. Of course, give it some and time and see what happens within the first six months. That's your probation period. It's not too long to ask if you're thinking of spending your whole life with this person. Am I right or am I wrong? You are right. And this whole possession factor, I feel like within those six months, six months, you can tell if some people have some possessive factor. You know, some people, they think that once we're intimate because we're intimate now, you just see them like all the time you guys were not intimate. You all were on like, like friends and you were enjoying knowing each other. And the moment you're intimate now, oh, he's your man. You're the woman. Like people just fall into those roles right now. And I'm your man. So you can't do that. I'm your woman. So you cannot do this. I'm your man, so you can't go there. I'm your woman, so you can't do that. And and you just see this whole possessive, and that's how it starts. Why is it that when you become you in a relationship, your life must suddenly just just become so you know? I don't even know. It's like you lose yourself, so to speak. Right. I don't believe in that. It should align. You shouldn't lose yourself. Right. You shouldn't lose anything. Right. You just get something. And that is what we do. And that is exactly what a controller wants. Because now you don't have ex any extracurricular activity. You used to go to the gym. You used to go to this social event. You used to, now all that stuff. You used to spend yeah. time with your family. All that stuff. That's what he wants. Because now he has you under his complete control. But if in the beginning you say, hey, this is what I do. I do A, B, C, and D. I do this on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And he has a problem with this. Red flag red flag but if he says oh that's cool because me herself i do this this and this on these days and then that is the beauty of a relationship you can come back yes. and share what you do when you go to your meetings what you do when you go to your, your social functions that is the sign of a healthy relationship healthy relationship he, well oh, no, oh, all of a sudden now he's saying oh what three days a week you have to go here and you have to go there no 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 that's not gonna work that's a red flag Everybody needs needs their own space. Yes. Like you know, even even married people, you are your own person. Yes. You guys just meet. You you know, it, 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 the meeting should be a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. But you have your own life, your own dreams, your own your own friends, your own mm -hmm. activities that you like. Why does that change? Just because you enter a relationship, mm -hmm. and and I notice in our cultures, it's like that. You just have to fall into the man's world. I was saying that to my friend the other day. Because you're in a relationship with a man now, you just have to fall into his world. 
No, I am my own person. You are mm -hmm. your own person. And mm -hmm. we should be able to come and tell each other about our likes. And you know, okay, you know Marissa like her studio, you know, and I know you like your your whatever if it's your woodwork, and but mm -hmm. we still love our own life. Mm -hmm. So we, we you cut off that whole possessive things. People have to learn to stand in their own element, in their own light. Too many mm -hmm. people trying to, that's why that whole possessive thing, no. You want to be standing in his light or you want to stand in her light and you feel like if you lose that person, your light gone. Mm -hmm. Your light is gone. Mm -hmm. Your light is in you, not in another yeah. person. Mm -hmm. So so it it's just kind of speaks well of making sure you remain who you are, right? Because yeah. you might be a person, you know, You I speak when my mom is not with me, I speak to her every day. Am I going to be in a relationship with someone who says, oh, no, every day, that's too much. That's too you much, right. You, you that's know, a good I example. Just stop, stop doing that. So you have to maintain who you are. And if the person is having a problem with that, then you already know that's a red flag. Ah, you know, but, I, but I think what I really want to do today, Marissa, because I see our time is like quickly flying. I want it to just be an hour. I don't want to take up too much of your time. But I want to call on civic organizations, the women's group, the churches, because we already know the systems are not in place, that, that, no, that should be in place to protect and to help our women. What can we do as a civic organization? How can we raise funds? to maybe have a safe place, right? Somebody recommended one of those abandoned hotels <laughs> that we use it as a woman's safe place. But how can we create a safe place for women or even just have, okay, we know we don't have money, even just create a structure where, you know, a woman is, knows she's in danger, have a man accompany her where she's going so that she can feel maybe just a little bit safer knowing that there's a, a little buffer between she and the abuser you know so that is what i really want us to do this evening to call on the civic organizations these churches these are women's end of political movements to say what are you willing to do why are we not hearing more why it, it's just us who are the passionate dominicans who are speaking out but we're not really hearing from the organizations in terms of what are they willing to do well, you know, again, that's good questions. And perhaps those in the organizations, they will ponder on those questions. Because I'm not part of any organization, <laughs> you, you understand? But again, talking talking does a lot. Words is power, yes. words are powerful. Yes. They're like weapons. And yes. they they make they, they they help you to think, you know. Sometimes you hear you you hear a certain subject, somebody going through it and they'll think. Because everybody have to take care of that that domestic abusive situation. It is a personal thing. You have to make up your mind to, you know, remove yourself from it. But let's be honest. Like, for example, in Dominica, I have to say this. I'm, I feel like um, our politicians are the most um, popular people on island. I feel like people respect our politicians more than anybody else, even their church leaders. I feel like the politicians should be at the forefront of those conversations. Um, too many times we have so much talk about the, you know, our economics, which is very important. We want to know how our economy is doing. But these social issues, for example, like when the child sexual abuse happened in Dominica, I didn't feel like our government did enough in addressing those issues. And I didn't feel like the female politicians did enough. I felt like you all were very tight-lipped on this issue. You understand? <clears throat> that is the kind of nonsense. People, people see those things. We, and, and, and we can clearly see like, why aren't you most talking about that? You understand? Mm -hmm. It's not just about, oh, oh, we're building this and we're doing that. Oh, that's mm -hmm. all well and great, but everything mm -hmm. is not well and great. 
people want to feel, we want to know that our politicians care. And to an extent, I don't feel that we, we just sense that care. You know, we have a ministry for the youth. Mm -hmm. We have a ministry for the youth. And, and, and that ministry can be used so effectively. You understand? Throughout mm -hmm. the, all the schools institutions, you start with the babies, feeding their mind with not just one and one is two, which we always fascinated about. Everybody fascinated report card. Everybody got A's, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody got A's and everybody's fascinated. Is their life an A? Is your child happy? What, what life skill? You know, are you preparing them for real life? Real life is not about the A's. Real life is real situations. Like when I get a man, mommy, how am I supposed to be? What should I tolerate in that relationship? You understand? If mm -hmm. I get married, you understand? Should I just fall in my role as a wife? What kind of wife should I be? What should I expect from my husband? We don't talk mm -hmm. life enough. And even our politicians, they do not speak life enough. Mm -hmm. They speak too much economics that we hardly understand. Right. And, and you know, it's a situation where we, we might think, oh, you know, that, that have nothing to do with me. My husband not beating me. Me, I would never be in that situation. But think about the kids who are growing up in these situations, Marissa. They could potentially become your daughter's boyfriend. They could potentially become your, 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 your son's girlfriend. So it is a problem for all of us, even if we're not personally experiencing it. The fact that this person is, is raising children in these conditions, passing on those generational curses, it can potentially impact us. So we should all be concerned about this particular situation. Of course, because, you know, Simone, you have men at the highest authority who beat their wives. You just, you might not even know, because again, a lot of these wives, I'm telling you, they be doing the cover girl ambassadorship well. You understand? You're not going to know. Because a lot of men actually think it's okay to beat a woman. You'd be surprised they don't have a problem with that. You understand? And so they're raising up their sons not having a problem with that. And that is just, and then that is the girl, your daughter. Now it's because majority think like that your daughter fall victim to one. You know, you know, because you're not gonna find men with with opposing views, thinking that's not right. Because I remember I had an Argentinian friend, <coughs> excuse me, and he told me, Marisa, why do the men talk, talk to you all like that? Mm -hmm. And he tell me, you know, he tell me your men are they disrespectful. We go somewhere. I go with him, my Argentinian friend. You would expect that somebody wants to talk to me. They'll wait when I go on the side. Everybody's rushing at you. Nobody respects that you're there with a man. They tell you the most um, sexualized things and they think that's a compliment. They invade your space, your privacy. If you do give one a dance, I'm telling you, you're going to have a stalker for the evening. Hmm. You know, so all of this thing just shows the low-class mentality that will lead to all of this domestic abuse. It's so much low-class mentality. Too much, and we think it's acceptable. Simone, it's a lot of low-class, immature relationships. Everybody just ends mm -hmm. immaturely. I was a victim of it, and I choose to be different. I do mm -hmm. not want to enter relationships immaturely. I am nobody's possession. You are not my possession. We are two people. We're supposed to see if we can make it. If we feel like we, we are not aligned, we separate. But when you separate in Dominica, the community has a fun against. Everybody has to know Marisa Lev, her boyfriend, and who mm -hmm. has to vote for so all that lead to domestic abuse, it's just too much. It's too much. People need to get more mature about life. Mm -hmm. All that will push a man to kill his girlfriend. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you know, Niambi is, is absolutely correct. Um, she says a culture shift has to happen before anything yes. else. While some of us may frown upon GBV or child abuse 
uh, society in general remains a light years behind. And she is so correct because when you're describing what you just described to us, I mean, it just says like we're stuck in like the 1920s where, you know, you know, people, you know, things was just, you know, you pull a girl in a corner and you do your thing and that's that. But, you know, even before the 1920s, we, we're stuck in the, the, the Stone Ages. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like we're stuck in the Stone Ages in terms of, you know, just having relations and that is that and we move on. But before we wind down, Marisa, and again, I want to thank you so much. And I hope that we will thank continue you. these conversations. And I also hope that we will continue to put action behind these conversations because we know the authorities are not going to do anything. It is very clear. But I keep thinking, what is we as a society? What is we as a community? And I also want to mention that Dr. Uh, Triffy, Dr. Margaret Triffy Wallace is doing something incredible. And I encourage Lovely. everyone to go to her page on Facebook because she is offering counseling sessions for free to Dominicans. And nice. I think that is an excellent start because, you know, each one of us within our own skill sets, have to take it upon us and say, well, what is my skill? What can I do? You know, if I'm a builder, maybe I can lend my hand towards building a, a, a home, a place where women can feel safe. What can I? So I'm very happy that Dr. Triffy, Dr. Margaret Triffy Wallace, you can Google her name if you're not on uh, Facebook, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, you can Google her name and it'll take you to her website. She's offering free counseling service to Dominicans every Saturday. So she is showing what we can do in terms of action, but we need more action. So let us just take some of the comments on the Facebook Live, uh, Marissa, before we wind on. And again, thank you so much for lending your insight um, to this Definitely. conversation. So Muriel Baptist said, that's a great point. Where is the voice of the church? Muriel, you are so right. Patricia Fontaine, very interesting. Say it as it is, it's real. And Muriel also says, the question is, what is the police going to do? Well, apparently nothing. What are the next steps? So Muriel, that is what we're trying to figure out. What is we as a community can do in terms of the next steps? Because it doesn't seem like the authorities is seeing this as an, a, an emergency. It doesn't seem no. that way. Uh, Pam, great to see you. Pam says, the general lack of empathy towards the vulnerable is deep-rooted and generational. Hurts people, hurts people. Yes, we yeah. do have to help children how to express and articulate their feelings. Patricia Fontaine, are these kids getting counseling after the death of their mom and dad after that brutal murder? Uh, Pam says the red flags are lowered by the women. Oh, I like that. The red flags are lowered by the women because of the prevalence of shame. Abuse shame. Feel shame over a failed relationship. Society needs to clearly point the finger of shame on the abuser, not the victim. Uh, Patricia, you should both know, we should both know our boundaries. Uh, Pam, you can continue to discuss domestic violence, the voice club. Oh, thank you for sharing that, Pam. And she also says everyone should hear what their pal reps have to say on this subject. Really, the pal reps are talking I haven't heard them. And then she says, in the UK, children are considered to be abused if they have merely witnessed domestic violence. Shouting is also exactly, considered to be see? abuse. And she says, low class, yes, but domestic violence happens in all classes. So guys, thank you. Thank you so much 
for your contribution to the conversation. Uh, Marissa, if you want to share any final thoughts before we wind down. And again, uh, don't forget to share the live. We have to keep these conversations going. We have to keep brainstorming the solutions and we have to take action to protect our women, the foundation of our society. Marissa, your final thoughts? Definitely. I really like that point what the person emphasized, that it happens in all classes. So it just goes to show that, you know, it's not only poor people or rich people or all of that. We must apply compassion because you don't know anybody's story unless they really tell you and why they've been there for a while. But again, mm -hmm. on platforms like these, Simone, what we are doing, and, you know, I must always encourage people if you are in that situation you have to create a plan you got to have a plan for yourself and for your children and <clears throat> it might take time but that is not what you deserve number one is telling yourself this is not what i deserve mm -hmm. no in our culture because i know very well that we enter relationships immaturely because our parents don't even want to discuss a first kiss with us or anything like that Okay, so everybody just, we just meet a boyfriend and today we say he's our boyfriend, whatever. If the man does hit you, scream. I'm mm -hmm. telling you, I am screaming, you should scream too. Do not care about shame, you're going to save your life and he will not beat you again because you won't shame him now. You see the shame everybody trying to make you run from? Shame yourself. Mm -hmm. If he hits you, you are screaming down the whole place. So when he hears your scream, he will know that you are not afraid of, of that shame and he will know that the shame is on him now because everybody's going to know what he's doing to you. I will tell mm -hmm. that to any woman. A man beats you, you have to scream, you have to shout, you have to let people know that is what he's doing to you. Because the moment you start to play cover girl, he's going to be so happy because mm -hmm. he can beat you and beat you and beat you and beat you again. Get a good friend. Get somebody to confide in. Because if in the event you end up hurting him and killing him, because it may come to that, you have proof, have evidence, take pictures, protect yourself and protect your children, I'm telling you. But enough. Watch that movie. It's a very good movie. Yes, enough. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. Yes. So it's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you know, uh, shame is a two-edged sword because, like you said, some of these men are high in society. So shame yeah. them, put their business outside. Let them yeah, because know the first time a man beat you, you don't want nobody to know. You don't want to hear, know. You want to scream. I hear a pastor was preaching on Sunday, and by Sunday night, he beating up his wife. Shame him. Exactly. Let, let people know. Go on social media and blast him. You, you know, are hiding him. Yes. He's going to be so happy. And, and, I, and, I, and I like how you, you said cover girl because that is what we are. We are cover girls. We're covering what this guy is doing. They're doing. You know, but I, I really hope, you know, this is not going to be because we have these conversations when these things happen. And then by next week, something else grabs our attention and we push it to the side. But in the meantime, our women are suffering. And our what girls are yeah, Simone, it goes back to, to, to something you said at the very beginning. If you think that you're too fancy or too beautiful to be beaten, then go mm -hmm. find yourself another planet. But mm -hmm. when you recognize that all you are is a woman and that all these issues can affect you, it affects it affects even men. Men are being beaten, eh, by the way. Mm -hmm. So do not ever think you cannot be beaten. But you mm -hmm. have to tell yourself you know what you want for yourself, you know what you will not tolerate, and you have to be prepared to say mm -hmm. no. I am not accepting that. This is not suiting me. 
-hmm. it starts there have yeah. a powerful no yeah it's important mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we, we consider ourselves a Christian society. So Clement Anthony Luge says, Ephesians 5, 25, 29, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So the complete opposite is being done. And she also says, talks of sacrificing for and not abusing. So, guys, thank you so much for all your contributions. Let's see who else was with us. Uh, Gito Roye, Bree Senhouse, my sister, great to see you. Uh, Rubis James, Lydia Harrison, Annette Felix, Julius Corbett, Elliot, Elliot Hippolyte, well, they were all here with us. So thank you for being here. Rosalind Bess and Dominic was here. So guys, thank you. Marlon Schillingford and my mom, Medina Senhouse. So Marissa, thank you. I hope we can continue to have these candid conversations as we try to come to solutions in terms of what is going on in our country. Again, I am Simone Matthew. Thank you for being here for another Push Past 10 Candid Conversation. We encourage you to share the information and we also uh, encourage you to follow Push Past 10 and follow, what is the name of your the School of Lives. The School of <laughs> Lives with Marissa. And Marissa, we do miss you. So I hope you will be back to share um, your insights on various topics. I especially like the one that you did on the, uh, the poverty mindset. Ooh, that was <laughs> yeah. powerful. So keep it going. Keep the conversations going. And again, thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining us. And until next you time, You are listening to evening. Untapped you Potential you. with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the U.S., and the U.K., and are looking for Dominica products including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Continues, the work continues. As you know, this year, the theme of all our Push Past 10 programming, uh, including social media, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, uh, Q95, and TDN Radio, is invest in me, invest in us. So again, we will continue to work towards investing in the safety and security of our women and of our women and our young girls in Dominica. And so the Dominica Child Protection Society will continue its efforts to protect our girls, empower our girls, and by extension to empower our women in Dominica. So as we continue along Along with the program, we want to bring you our tip of the week. And this one comes from Lifehack. And I certainly recommend uh, lifehack.org. Of course, I'm not being paid for this promotion, but I find it a truly great resource with lots of uh, information that we can use in our daily lives. So a life, L I 
F-E-H-A-C-K.org is a great place if you're looking for simple motivational tips that you can incorporate into your own life. So our title today, the uh, article that we're looking at is how to get motivated every day when you wake up. So speaking about being consistent with our goals, it really does start with being motivated every day and to being able to push past all those negative thoughts that always get in the way of our motivation. So again, the title of this article from Lifehack, How to Get Motivated Every Day When You Wake Up. So it begins by saying, it's Monday morning, the alarm goes off, you do not know how to get motivated at the moment. What's the first thought that comes to mind when you open your eyes? Are you excited to get up and go to work? Are you dreading the day and week ahead? Whatever your response may be, ask yourself this question. What is it that makes you feel unmotivated? What's driving you to feel negative or positive about your Monday ahead? If you want to know how to get motivated, keep reading. So it also goes on to talk about what is motivation really? You likely, you likely know of people who have been doing the same thing for years and seem to have no problem staying stagnant. I'm not one of those. <laughs> Whether it be in their marriage, job, or personal endeavors, they seem to be getting along just fine without progressing towards anything better. On the other hand, I'm sure you also know of individuals who focus on the positive. Goal setting. Oh yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> Sorry, I keep interrupting the, the article, but this is really resonating with me. So let me just take this again. On the other hand, I'm sure you also know of individuals who focus on the positive, goal setting and constantly pushing themselves to greater heights. Be it promotions at work, building a family, celebrating marriage milestones, traveling more, or going to school again, these individ individuals seem to constantly progress towards something that improves or enhances their life. So what's the difference between these two types of individuals? What you feel capable of doing comes down to one thing, motivation. It's the force or lack of uh, or lack of that drive that keeps driving you toward forward to overcome challenges and obstacles. Let me take that again. What you feel capable of doing comes down to one thing, motivation. It's the force or lack of that keeps driving you forward to overcome challenges and obstacles to achieve your goals. Without motivation, you'll give up after a few failed attempts or even on the first tough challenge that comes your way, or you'll just remain where you are unhappy, not yet unhappy yet not doing anything to progress ahead. Whether you realize it or not, motivation is a huge force in your life and it needs to be harnessed in order to excel and actually enjoy whatever it is that you're doing on a daily basis. If you find yourself thinking, I need motivation, there are specific steps you can take. Unfortunately, many overgeneralize the word motivation. We think of being either motivated or unmotivated as a simple yes or no 
statement have been. But motivation is not a switch. Motivation is a flow. So really, really good article. So it goes on to talk about the motivation flow. It also tells us about the outer layer surface um, and some really good information that you will want to check out at lifehack.org. So again, thank you for being here for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone on TDN Radio. I always look forward to spending this time with you as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. And of course, um, for the rest of the interview with Marissa, if we missed anything, you can always jump on Push Past 10 on YouTube and on Facebook. So P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0 on YouTube and Facebook. And you will certainly also want to check out our website, pushpast10.com, for all the information on the important ways that we will continue to invest in us as we continue to work on investing in the lives of Dominicans and Caribbean people and just getting past that stagnation. I think one of the very first things that I mentioned when I started Untapped Potential about mm, two and a half years ago was the fact that I simply cannot do stagnant. So I am one of those individuals. I always need an opportunity to grow, to blossom, and to continue to advance in a steady way. You know, I joke with my friends all the time. It's one of the reasons that I don't like to run on a treadmill or on a track. I like to run long distances because it gives me a purpose of moving forward, literally. So again, you know, this is an opportunity for us to continue to grow as individuals, continue to grow in our relationships, in our professional careers as a community, a nation, a Caribbean region. So that is where my heart is and that is where my heart will continue to be in terms of what are the opportunities to advance um, our Caribbean region. And so we have two big collaborations um, this year that I'm looking forward to. Of course, the collaboration with um, Uni Western Illinois University and Eastern Illinois University is a big collaboration. And then we also have a very important opportunity with the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, which is now creating a crowdfunding program. Yes. So crowdfunding, I'm sure you're familiar with it, especially if you live in North America the opportunity for businesses to invest, businesses and individuals to invest in businesses in the Caribbean to help them to grow and help them to develop further. So it is a great opportunity. And I want to thank especially Mr. Alvin Thomas, who is the one who brought this opportunity to my attention and provided an opportunity for us to collaborate with the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank. So you, you can expect a a lot more great programming and not just programming, but a lot more great collaborations as Untapped Potential Push Past 10 continues to collaborate. And as always, I always want to thank TDN Radio. I always have to go back to thank TDN Radio and especially Mr. Sam George. Sam, I know that you're listening. So a very special thank you to Mr. Sam George, because if he wasn't the first to open the door and say, welcome and do a program 
program, uh, called a, a program on the radio, which I entitled Untapped Potential, then none of these other opportunities would be coming our way. None of these other opportunities for growth would be coming our way. So I always want to keep remembering to thank Mr. Sam George and TDN Radio for the very first opportunity to be a broadcaster and everything else that has resulted from this opportunity. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a loyal listener to Untapped Potential. Again, if this was your first time listening, we want to invite you to come on back to hear of the other great opportunities as they come along. So as always, remember to stay strong, stay positive, stay active, and stay engaged. And remember, your life story is your strength. All the challenges you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to always tap into your potential. So until we meet right back here next week at the same time, you have yourself a productive.